This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! What is up, everyone? It is Friday night. Time for independent comics and independent wrestling on your favorite show, Indie Alley. And you can find us at Indie Alley on Twitter. I'm your host, Andrew. Uh, you can find me at Real Comics, R-E-E-L-C-O-M-I-C-S. And my co-host is Fred, who you can find at Comics Fred. Sound it out. <laughs> What's going on, Fred? <laughs> Not much, man. I'm just... Happy that I'm not uh, squeegee in water and things like that. <laughs> Man, I, when you first told me, I thought of what I'm seeing right now on the screen behind you. All those comics, all those baseballs, all those cards. I was like, oh, shit. And you've posted yeah. pictures before where they're just laying on the floor because you're working on them and you just you know like you're working on a show or something and i'm like oh right. man i hope he didn't have his shit laying on the floor <laughs> no unfortunately there's um you know in our basement we have separate rooms like we ah, have things okay. built so in the room with the water heaters yes plural mm-hmm. uh, where they both exploded <laughs> um, and boy is that water warm when it comes out oh man uh, <laughs> it's a uh, it was interesting. It never made it all the way over to the other end oh, of okay. the... So it, it made it about a halfway point. But we still had to, you know, um, buy a couple fans because we do have wet dry carpet down here. But mm-hmm. it's different colors. Like, it doesn't look like wet dry. We we, we did that way. Oh, so, so um, it's like AstroTurf kind of stuff looking. Is that what wet no, dry carpet No, it's actually... It, well, it's, it's, it's like the wet dry stuff. Um, but it's not... Not like the green stuff that people that use at their campgrounds and stuff uh-huh. where they roll out and stuff. Not that. No, okay. this is a, this is, a, it actually doesn't feel anything like it. It feels like real carpet, but uh-huh. it's, it's, it's wet dry. Okay. I so, never heard of it. Um, wow. Yeah. We went and got like a huge shop back, like the biggest one they had and like three fans to put in the basement to just like start doing it and you know it took like a whole day but uh, we got there and now we're dealing with construction in the kitchen (laughs) hell no that does not sound like fun constant noise constant oh man in and out plus you have to wear your masks and all that other Mm -hmm. stuff in this mess yeah i've had to wear a mask uh during the day when they're here um we had them put plastic tarps in the room so like it's kind of like hazmat off mm-hmm. it's just the precautions we're taking just you know just for everyone not just for you know us but for them too so yeah definitely that is some crazy shit but yeah when i heard the water i was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> well and you know i wasn't letting it be known right away because i would answer people back and everything <laughs> but it was the only sense of like not being insane for a minute oh, you know man. with all that stress and stuff but <laughs> oh, i can imagine oh. it, uh, <laughs> that's a lot of i think it's is it i think it's over 80 gallons in each one wow maybe i don't know the so amount just, but if, if they're the big ones yeah it's a lot yeah yeah because we get them 
we have them piggyback off each other because we like warm showers in the winter. There you go. <laughs> but when you mentioned to me, you said, oh, are they gas? Oh, they, they'll be like, that's warm water. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the first thing Joey said when he stepped in it. He was like, oh, this is warm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, because that pilot's constantly on. Yeah, this isn't cool water. <laughs> wow. That's some crazy shit. Crazy shit on a crazy week. And that was back on Monday or Tuesday, right? Yeah, I think it was Monday. It, yeah, it was Monday because I had a plumber come in and replace those. And then we also had to pack, finish packing the kitchen and stuff in the you know living rooms because we're also getting new floors done. So um, it's it's been crazy, but we're still here. Sweet. Oh, we're going to get into comics and wrestling like always. And just a quick disclaimer i guess i don't know i don't feel i don't know any other way to deal with this but um we are aware of what is going on in the comics wrestling entertainment world but it's probably not the place for us to have this discussion so we're just not going to have it um we have a minor on this show and though he's not in this part of the show he will be in the next part of the show so we're not going to talk about that stuff here yeah Um, because he doesn't know about it either (laughs) yeah and that's a good thing you know, keep him off social media. He's unaware. Mm-hmm. This is not the place to have the discussion with him around. So it's not like we're not aware. It's not like we don't have opinions. It's not like, you know, mm-hmm. we don't understand that this is going to change a lot of stuff. But that's not what the show's mm-hmm. about. We're not we're not the press. So, yeah. Wait, we're <laughs> trying to keep it on the bright side. Wait, somebody already does that, right? Yes. <laughs> they do it twice, not just once. So... <laughs> So we're gimmick gimmick infringement because they have yeah. they have two bright side shows. <laughs> Three, well, yeah, yeah, two different podcasts. That's what I meant. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, yeah. we're going to jump right into some fun comics. And what do you want to start with? Um, do you want to start with what you read that we didn't read? Uh, or you mean that you didn't read? Yeah, I can hit yeah, yeah. the one that I, you didn't read because I know you didn't okay. get it yet. You didn't know it was coming out. I did the same Actually, thing this I week. Actually, I just received it today. Oh, very cool. See, I think this book is right up your alley. It's Old Haunts by Ollie Masters, Rob Williams, Lawrence Campbell, and Lee Lurridge. And it's a upshot book. So these upshot books have snuck up on me with a with the closure of comics for a while and I and they're just awesome popping them I'm like oh shit so I picked this one up at the store I hadn't ordered it um it's pretty cool because it's mob and I think it's New York I'm not sure they really don't say where it is city wise you might get a better gauge on that but so you got these old mobster guys and they're gonna go legit and the quote like skeletons in the closet they know where the bodies are are buried the bodies are kind of i think coming back that's the hint so what they did in the past is going to have an impact on their lives now so it's it's mob but it's also some horror so i think wait so jimmy hoffa comes back from underneath the the stadium and haunts these people something like that something just like that so Uh I think you'll like it. Um, I want to hear from you if the dialogue is cheesy or the dialogue is, eh, you know, as accurate as you can expect from a comic book. Um, so, well, you already had my attention when you said Ali Masters because he wrote The Kitchen. Yes. And um, what was the one about the guitar? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, ooh, what was that called? Oh, I forgot. What it was I forgot called. what it was called. But, yeah, with the, the possessed guitar and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
and the guy did like every time he played it he like every time he killed someone he could play he better and write good guitarist. songs yeah 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 I, I can't remember his name Shit. or a big name but it took place in the 70s and that mm -hmm. had a little mob vibe too yeah that's right because so isn't he a contract think, killer yeah 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 so that has my attention is there any guys that are short and like joe pesci style um you know a little unhinged in this book well looking at the cover one guy's shorter but no one's really unhinged yet that i can see because they're older so we, uh, this is going to be more like um what's the one that just came out recently with pesci and um pacino and um de niro oh, yeah, yeah. they're old from men the, already uh, the, yeah though from they paint houses that book yeah. like it's based upon that yeah um so. what is that called jeez i'm fu falling blanks um <laughs> Same, same. <laughs> Joe, Joe, what's the what's the mafia book with or the that mafia movie with Joe Pesci and that that we've seen on Netflix? The Irishman. The Irishman. The Irishman. Duh. Oh, see, yeah. he came through for us. There you go. He has seen that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, I think you'll like it. It, it looks good. It's a good-looking comic. Um, it's dark, gritty, like what you'd expect. A lot of what what's going on in this comic happens. Well, all that's going on happens at night so far. That makes sense. I mean, because during the day, most mobsters are um, just normal people. Yeah. So they're either in a club or they're out somewhere. Or, yeah. A lot going on. So the, is the club like the Bada Bing on Sopranos? Yeah, it looks a little more upscale New York than Bada Bing. But, oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. And I don't know. They call each other Primo a lot, but I can't figure out if Primo is somebody's name or they're calling each other cousin. Like if cousin. they're all cousins. I, I, I It was a little vague there, but... It, it, yeah, they can be calling each other cousin. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 the same word, both languages. Yeah, I think. It, yeah, I can't wait to. I'll check it out and stuff. I I have it. Um, I'll give you my take on it next week. Cool. Um, but for for a book for me this week that I know that you did not read is from uh, Stealth, issue two, by Mike Costa, Tamarin Bob Bonville and uh, Colors and um, uh, who is the artist? Because I want to. Uh, Mike, Nate Belgrade and Sal Cipriano on letters. Big old Sal, big wrestling fan too. Sal, are you following Sal on Twitter? No, I should if he's a big old wrestling fan. Yeah, he's a huge wrestling fan. I mean, that's a, he's good old Sal, cousin Sal. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> the, the, this book, Stealth, is um, I might be a little uh, biased about it because it takes a lot of place in Detroit and uh -huh. has a lot of themes in Detroit and things like that. And it's an old superhero um, that, you know, he's dealing with some, uh, I would say, like amnesia or, or things like that. Um, what's what's the disease when you keep forgetting that the, the problem Alzheimer's? today, right? Now? Yeah, old timers, dementia, stuff <laughs> like that. I think he's dealing with that. Um, he's dealing with that stuff. Then you have uh, his son as a news reporter. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a little conflict of interest there and... There's, it's it's just a really good story, man. The, the, I mean, the old man at the end of the last issue, the first issue, the old man beats up his son because he thinks he's somebody else. He just whoops the crap out of him, and he's and this takes place, you know, following that. But it's been a while. I think we haven't covered it since like March. I mean, yeah. Well, I didn't cover the first one because I didn't read the first one either. Um, yeah. That's one I missed. So I, did we cover it on the show? 
Maybe you did. I, I, I talked about it because I remember talking about um, all the stuff of downtown Detroit and how hipster it is. And stuff oh, like that that's right. That's right. I do remember because the it, hipster it thing. it really made it out to, it's pretty accurate. Um, I don't know if Mike is from the Detroit area, but he, he must know it hmm. <laughs> because it's pretty accurate of uh, downtown nowadays. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I like the book. It's it's kind of a superhero book. I know we don't really talk about much about superheroes and stuff, but um, I get a vibe of a little bit of Ennis, Lost Boys, because you're dealing with how superheroes are vulnerable. Mm. So that's the part I like, too. Right on. I'll have to check it out. I don't know why I never got it. It's, you know, there's so many comics, and somehow that one was missed, and then it was never gotten, and then I just kind of never got it. <laughs> Maybe maybe you thought it was a military book because it said stealth, and you were thinking it was about the stealth bomber. No. <laughs> no, that's not it. Oh, but nice try. I thought it was like a spy book, probably. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Well, another book I read, and I know you, Father, we're getting the books we both read. This is an Aftershock book, Undone by Blood, or The Shadow of the Wanted Man. What's up with the double titles? Um, Lonnie Nadler, Zach Thompson, Sammy Cavella, Jason Wordy, Hassan, Ulaman, Elahu. Those are names we say a lot. Maybe not always together as that team, but we say those names a lot on this show. They work on a yeah. lot of the comics we've liked. And this comic is outstanding. It's beautiful looking. Um, the way it weaves the two stories together, because there's two stories going on. She's... She's kind of reading a book, and you see that story of an old Western, and then you see her modern tale. There are lead characters. Modern tale is how she's going through time. So I think it's perfect the way it goes in and out. Yeah. I, what I like is there's been some nuggets in this issue where it, it goes to back when her dad gave her this book, the Soul East and Western books, and she asks good old pops of was he real and he said i like to believe so yeah but when you read this book and how these panels are starting to intertwine with each other yeah i think it's real now <laughs> do you think it's like a olympia type situation where like what's going on with the panels is is kind of real like you know how olympia is well, really real even though the or little boy... for yeah, or it foreshadows what's going to happen in real life. Mm -hmm. Because you know how this story ended, it kind of ended also in the Saul Easton part. Yeah, with the cliffhanger. I mean, no one's hanging from a cliff anymore. But you, yeah. know, you get what I did there. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, but yeah, and it's I'm really into it. Uh, I thought the Zane dude. I was like, wow, they're gonna find this guy already. You know, the guy with the spurs and stuff uh -huh. on the back of his um cowboy boots and stuff. But it comes to find out that he, this isn't the dude they're looking for. No, and they're finding out it's about drugs and stuff. And I was like, whoa, now we're getting into the drug part too. I'm yeah. like, this is crazy. And and it's just and when they start taking the angel dust at the end. And she was asking for drugs and stuff, and she happened to take some. All I kept thinking, you know, in the beginning when this book came out, uh -huh. I said it was like a um, like a Quentin Tarantino book, uh -huh. uh, Robert Rodriguez style, like Grindhouse. Yeah. Well, now that drug scene reminded me of an Oliver Stone movie. I could see that. Because like that's the yeah, the, the, 
that's what that's what I got there because when she started tripping, it looked like one of those movies. Yeah, it could still be Tarantino. It could be a Pulp Fiction when they're all high on the heroin. You know what I mean? True. When Uma yeah. Thurman and um, John Travolta are all high, but yeah, she didn't take the angel dust. He blew it in her face because he thought yes. she was a narc. Yeah. And he throws it, and so she gets her high, and then yeah, she's all high, and I don't know if what she actually did there at the end we're left very vague so right you don't know if she pushed him or not yeah right? mm -hmm. you don't you're kind of left like wondering i was like what's going on here yeah it's pretty i true. think this is the time where we find out who this cowboy dude is because what is this issue three maybe he happens to make an appearance and he's the one that pushed him maybe so that's when you get that crossover like it's multiverses crossing or something or well, do you think that that Zane dude is from the Saul Easton's book? That would be nuts. That would be really nuts if he is. If it's like the villain that Saul Easton is is hunting down. Because I mean, does he? We should okay. go back and see if he has spurs. What his okay. spurs? He does have spurs on the back of his uh his boots. Um. Well, they do lead a lot to the Spurs. That's like the big nuggets. So I just thought I of know. something. Is Saul Easton looking for his kidnapped daughter or son? Now I can't remember. I can't remember. Because if it's a daughter, there's a whole other tie-in. Like if Saul Easton is looking for his daughter and then this is a young girl, that's a whole other kind of thing that maybe kind of ties in together. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there. That just came to my yeah. head right now. I mean, it could. It, I don't know. It's all I know is it's a great book. I mean, she's always rocking great T-shirts. This week was like Iggy Pop shirt and stuff. Um, somebody told her that that band sucks. <laughs> she's getting the shit beat out of her too a lot too. So. <laughs> yeah, but she can. She's like the Energizer Bunny. She takes it. Uh, uh, what? How to say? You take a beating and keep on taking keep her. Keep on taking that thing. <laughs> so, uh, so, something, something like that. It's been a long <laughs> time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so I haven't <laughs> seen a good commercial since then. Yeah, the bunny was awesome. <laughs> it keeps going and going and <laughs> going and going. Yeah, okay, Um. since you read that one and since that was an Aftershock book, why don't we just jump into Join the Future oh, okay. by Zach Kaplan. Pet, is it Petitor, Kowalski, mm -hmm. Brad Simpson, and uh, Hassan and Hassan letters on this one yep. as well. Um. Okay, this book has a lot of uh, political stuff in it, I would say. Yeah. Um, he's he's showing you, like, what the world would be like if, uh, I don't know, if somebody wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's very interesting because they promise you everything. Mm -hmm. and, um, it's no longer there for you. <laughs> and everything goes to shit. <laughs> like, there's no innocence left. And, um what really brings it out to me is the cover kind of leads you to that like it shows you like all these cities like i'm guessing it takes place in north carolina because you got green greenville you have salem you have springfield um yeah georgetown old washington things like that maybe they're just like cities on the east eastern coast possibly and it's just showing you like um yeah because it even says like arlington so it's it's everywhere because what yeah. arlington's what texas right Arlington, That's, yeah. Isn't that where the Rangers play? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm guessing that, you know, they've taken over, like, 
all these areas of the United States and they all fall to them and um, all their promises aren't there and it feels like you know just families simple families want to stay keep a simple life and stuff but you know but there's those empty the promises from politicians I say <laughs> uh, this is kind of a nightmare for certain sections of America they would see this book as very scary um, yeah. the big city wants to take you in and wants you to conform and have a job and live in a cubicle though they promise you know good pay equal health care all these all these great things that we want mm -hmm. but at, at what cost you know be, and if you don't want to join then we're just going to burn down your town and kill a bunch of your people to to make you want to join just out of fear you have to join and so our lead character is like a holdout she wants to stay out in the you know the woods and the forest and, and still keep living that way so yeah it was it was interesting yeah it's a, it's funny that you said that because the way that you said that if you don't conform to their ways then you basically they cancel your city yeah that's straight up what they do is they cancel <laughs> yeah, your city right. <laughs> and you know yes. the guy who's supposed to be the bad guy when he's talking you're like well those are kind of good things so that's why I was like, you're in the middle with this. Like he's saying, well, but we've abolished, you know, before we were doing what we did, there was that single mom who couldn't pay her bills and couldn't get health care and didn't have a good school for her kids. And we've gotten rid of that. Now everybody's mm -hmm. taken care of. So you're kind of like, well, who are the good guys here? Yeah, yeah, my question is like with this book, like you have the the Western coast or the, the Western people, they mm -hmm. want to live a simple life, things like that. Mm -hmm. Then you have like the big cities, the yuppies and everything like that. But then you have the trader, the, the trade is his name, the trader. Uh -huh. Um, he has a little bit of each because did you notice like in, she asked, did you hook me up to a machine there? So he has a little of both. So would he be the moderate? Yeah, he'd be right. He's the one that's taking the, maybe the best of both. So he plays it right down the middle. Yeah. So um, I'm interested to, because we just got introduced. Well, we've seen a little of him, but we haven't. We've seen the back of him, but we haven't got his full story. So maybe you know, issue three, we learn what he's all about. But uh, this is definitely a book that makes me think. Oh yeah, you, this is a thinking book without a doubt. It's not overdone with dialogue either, to where you feel like you're overwhelmed. But mm -hmm. it does leave you, like like I said, scratching your head. Like, who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? You know, maybe it makes you, maybe that's the goal, to make us look at both sides and see, like, okay, both of you guys can be the bad guys sometimes. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, you're supposed to, I think, it, I, I, I don't know him personally, but I think his intent is for you to not just pick one side, but question everything. That makes sense. Yeah, we got all serious on that book. It's a great looking cover. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I mean, because he's making you think like he's doing it in a great way. And that's what I like about it is like he's doing it by telling a story. But then you see his hidden gems. You're like, wait a second. I see what you're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But definitely check it out. I would definitely. Yeah. You know, Aftershock, yeah. two good ones this yeah. week for sure. Yeah. So which one do you want to do next? Uh, let's go to Boom. Let's look at something is killing the children. Um, this is the first um, issue of the new arc. So we finished up the last arc where it ended. Uh, America Slaughter saved a couple of kids, um, but for the most part could not save. You know, more they found the bodies, and it really opens with the gruesome 
aftermath of all these people outside waiting to identify what may be the remains of their children, which is just a horrible. I mean, it's, it's gruesome and scary. And then we kind of move forward to the introduction of a new character, Aaron Slaughter, who is like a stepbrother or a brother to her. And we get a little backstory on what they may be hunting and what they have to do to catch what they're hunting. Uh, mm -hmm. Really cool book. A great start to, you know, whatever the next arc, the next chapter, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think I think like this, um, you know, this arc, I think they're going to focus on the Slaughter family because mm -hmm. uh, Aaron um, maybe a little more into like what what happens there because he's pretty creepy, if I do say mm -hmm. um, he has like those eyes and stuff. Um, he seems to be she portrays him as the smart one. Book like smart. She's, yeah, she's the doer, but he's the thinker. Yeah. Uh, and he's her supervisor. That's what he, you know, yeah. he had to throw that in her face. But that's what a person in power does. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I like it. Um, we get a little, we did get a little hint that they said that when she was bringing, um, what's the what's the kid's name? The little kid that looks like her? James Tinian? <laughs> yeah, James. His name's James, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When she's bringing uh, James around and stuff, the reason why he was with her was to they couldn't smell the monsters couldn't smell her scent because of the the child. Yeah, and um, so we're gonna you're gonna see when you read this uh, how children come into play, mm -hmm. um, and that's pretty scary, man. It's like setting your own mouse trap, I guess. You yeah, say. they <laughs> use his bait, and once yeah. again, this book is beautiful. Um, the covers just blow me away every time. Erica Slaughter's so cool looking. I still think she reminds me of Gwen Stefani. Maybe I had a crush on Gwen like all my life. I mean, who didn't? But still. yeah, she <laughs> does have that Gwen Stefani look to her. Yeah, I would but she's that. like she's like forty eight and looks like she's thirty. <laughs> I mean, geez, yes, and she wears a mask, so she's very conscious of what's going on in the world. Oh, oh yes, yes, yeah, she was cool before COVID. Mm hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Well, to look forward yeah this book's a it's a no-brainer i think anyone yeah. who's reading comics knows how good this book is we don't have yeah. to like sell it no, too hard another book that's a no-brainer is philadelphia yeah and um man i didn't see like this this issue right here issue six the art the story it has some humor in it it has a little bit of everything and it even has a little family uh would you say like pulls a little bit on the heartstrings especially mm -hmm. the last few uh panels i didn't expect <laughs> it to become a story like that but um uh, that was great and for the son to talk about that he'll his dad will live through him and stuff is um it's a great tribute and i can't wait to see what happens in the second arc in a few months so did the dad get back in the coffin or did the dad burn up in the sun i think he i think he disappeared because he said even though he's no longer with us yeah there's still a part of him is with him because they focused on his hands right uh -huh. like she said his hands reminded him of his dad uh-huh and he said that you know his dad even said that to him so um yeah man that's a it's a deep book and rodney barnes is killing it jason jason saw sean alexander's art is outstanding some of the best just artwork i've ever seen and especially like faces it looks so real like somebody took a photograph or yeah. something and then um also louise uh 
and CT. Is that how you say his last name? I don't know. You got me on that one. Um, we'll say Lu Luis uh, done a great job with his uh, placement of um, bubbles. Mm -hmm. And but yeah, and it's it's a great book, man. I, I enjoy it. I can't wait to the next arc. It's, it's I've mentioned it before. It's in my top books of 2020. This was definitely top three. Another example of the polit someone's politics going overboard, like. President Adams truly believes that he's doing good and he's trying to mm -hmm. help African Americans mm -hmm. succeed, and he's not. And it takes that young vampire who understands how it all works to put him in his place and show him, like, no, you're not helping us, you know. And I think that was a cool message within it all that you know this guy still thinks he's above them and that. Uh, or Adams does, and it was all about his legacy and him being the greatest president ever. It really wasn't about him helping people. Sounds so familiar. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I did like the humor, like they were talking about movies, and they said Rocky Three was the best movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? I was like, come on. <laughs> it's in Philadelphia. What do you expect? Yeah. Um, they did put the statue in there. I was like, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> it is pretty sweet. So it ends. Is there more? Yeah. Because it kind of, no, it he, ends almost like it's over with no, that speech. But, uh, but then his wife yeah. and all that makes you think. Yeah, Rodney, I, I, I asked if it would continue. And he said that the new arc, I thought he said August. Oh, okay. So, the, But he's also told me that there's another book coming out with him and Jason Sean Alexander that's not Philadelphia so he'll have two books out there so that's definitely uh, what I'm uh, I'm keeping my eyes open for that interesting yeah everything's gonna be kind of out of whack because of COVID like maybe he didn't mean for them to drop on top of each other but books that were meant to drop at different times have got pushed back and all kinds of things so yeah that's a it's a it's a good book that pushing back part um I'm just glad that we got to read it. Mm -hmm. Although I kind of was, I should have pulled out the last issue to just to like bring back some memories of certain things. But that makes sense. Then when it got like you know a few pages in, I started remembering what had happened. So it, it's it's such a great book. You know, with all the books that this week, I could have done that, and I probably would have been a little bit better because every one of them, it's been a while that mm -hmm. I read. So it was kind of like okay, oh okay, I remember where we're at. I remember where, you know, once on on the, I can't even talk, Join the Future was from, and I remember where Undead by Blood, you know, all these I had to think about. Something's Killing the Children, Philadelphia, and now this next book we're talking about, Mountainhead. Talk about being a long time and have to remember, Mountainhead, it's been a long time since we read Mountainhead number three. So it took me just a few moments to remember where we were in four but not very long, because this book slams you in the face from the get-go. <laughs> this book is going a mile a minute with the creepy, the scary, the monsters, the excitement, the running, you know, fires, everything. This book did not mess around. It's like, okay, we've been gone, but here you go. Here's a pay-per-view level issue for you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh... The, that smile oh man. man anyone with that smile in the city and stuff and what they turn into and how they some of the, their humor i'm like oh boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's 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 very um 
it's it's really good i i enjoy it i like john lee's work in uh, another person in comics that enjoys wrestling uh-huh. and he's also told us that he will have something coming out it sounds like he has wrestling. a wrestling comic book coming out yeah or yes. at least yes, kind of does. maybe in the wrestling world or something yeah something to do with it but with this book okay you know the the man that supposedly killed his wife right yes now do you think that he's one of these things no i don't do you think like they become like a family of misfits like at the end of all this oh possibly possibly i just you know where does the deranged father who kidnapped our main character come into play because that he's like a total wild card in this story Right, you know? <laughs> because they lead you they lead you on at the beginning of this issue that he's making an appearance in this issue. Yeah. And but he's nowhere to be found yet. But um He's gonna show up at the worst possible time. <laughs> I think he shows up when because right now they're getting ready to climb the mountain. Yeah. So and that's where they're gonna So he run meets into him at the him. top of the mountain. Yes. <laughs> you said <laughs> the top of the mountain. All I can think of is when I was you know, in junior high school, and Beavis and Butthead was uh, that was a TV show. It's not appropriate. I mean, I guess it's appropriate nowadays, but when I was a kid, it wasn't very appropriate. Nope. And it was a, they used to always say, "I seen the top of the mountain, and it was good." <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so when you said meet him at the top of the mountain, that's the first thing that came up. Yeah, with Beavis and, and the Butthead. second thing, I was like Cornholio. Cornholio. <laughs> Fire, yeah, fire. <laughs> I mean, I mean, going through COVID right now, aren't we all a little um, cornholio? We need TP for our buttonholes, yes, too. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Are you threatening me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, oh, yeah, it's a great book. I enjoy it. It's been a while since we've, you know, uh, gotten this book, but I think it, it was also pushed back. Yeah, it was a combination of pushback. I literally think it was supposed to come out that first week that they closed everything down if i recall that's when it was supposed to come back out um i'm pretty sure it's on my list and the crazy thing is i had been out of it so long on this book that i ordered it by mail and it was on my pull list and i'd forgotten it was on my pull list so i ended up with two copies of this book supporting the industry (laughs) support yeah one from the lcs one from mail so i got two you just gave idw a stimulus check This book is awesome, though. The art is beautiful. Um, Because the art is so beautiful, I think I'm going to understand. That's why Sean Lee is torturing me. Um, Sean Lee's the letterist. I I tease because I tell Fred all the time. I go, my old ass eyes have a hard time with the little font he chose. (laughs) It's really small. And I'm getting up there in age. (laughs) Yeah, what's what's crazy is I write that small. Uh Uh-huh. When it's someone else's writing, I can't. I do the same thing. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I have to take my glasses off. And that's probably a sign that I'm going to end up with those double-ended lens bi- bifocals and bullshit like that. Oh, it oh, sucks yeah. to get old. But <laughs> those, those Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> yes. But, but I understand why. You don't want to cover up all that great-looking art. So <clears throat> yeah. there you go. The art is Ryan yes. Lee, I believe. And, and um, Ryan Colors Lee, is Sean Doug Garbeck. Yeah, that's it. Ryan Lee, Sean Lee, and John Lee's. All those Lee's and Lee's. Yeah. Yeah. Doug Garbark needs to change his name to Doug Garley. Yeah. <laughs> so he can fit in. You, you just knighted him. <laughs> yep. 
Sir Doug Garley. Hey, Doug Garley. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are all the comics we have for this week. So, yeah. you know, we can crank up the music and call for your donuts. Yeah, it's time to make the donuts. It's time! It's time! Your career is over. You're a jobber. This is the worst town I've ever been in. We're here to get our justice! It doesn't sound like uh, Tamatunga has got super kicked by puberty yet. Elijo Del Nerdo, a.k.a. Joey Bag of Donuts. So how do you like your, how do you think your um, intro music? Now that you're like big time oh, and you have true. your own special music. Yeah. Did you actually listen to it? Because I know you don't listen to our show. Just the wrestling part. Yeah, I see how it is. Yeah, just listen it's to what he like says. he's went through puberty on air, right? Yeah, did you see that? I pulled some of those clips back from like episode two. Sound yeah, like a like mouse whispering, <laughs> squeaky. <laughs> yeah, things have gotten deeper here. So what's up? A lot of dead air here. We're waiting for you to, you know, you took Come over. On. You took we're over starting? the show. Yeah, you we're like starting? you were Mister like cool. We were nerds. You have do, new yeah. segments. I do Andrew's intro. What is up, everyone? Yeah. And we're, it's Friday, and you know what that means. What does it mean, smartass? It means uh, <laughs> it's time to list the donuts. It's time to make the donuts. It's time to make the donuts. <laughs> Look, at him. Look at him. All right. I see how it is. I remember that. Make him some intro music. He thinks yeah. he's, you know, yeah. Randy Orton over here. <laughs> I can't hear you. Are you talking I think into I'm the mic? A little better than Randy Orton. Oh man! Tell us what's baking in the bakery this week, there, uh, okay. J- okay. Joey. So, the double chocolate donut. WWE unmasks more than their superstars. Okay. Well, what's that mean? It means like I think I think they're going on with something like. They're telling people that they can't wear masks or something, and they're letting people back in their arenas to watch. Well, kind of, I guess, if you just read the, I don't the read titles headlines. and not the article. Or the headline. Yeah, it's, but, you know, it's not 100% true. Some people have said they weren't told they didn't have to wear masks, but let's just say they didn't wear masks. And the talent was not informed that fans were going to be there. Mm-hmm. So they were not able to make sure they were safe. Um, and then somebody tested positive. We don't know who. We don't know if it was crew. We don't know if it was talent. They didn't say it right. They just said somebody. Uh, they said that it was a developmental talent, oh. it, but somebody that wasn't on TV. But also, they don't test, though. No. They only check temperatures. Mm-mm. Yeah. And, and we all know that there's people, if you're asymptomatic, the temperature is not going to show anything because you show no symptoms, so you wouldn't even have a temperature. So, I mean, that's uh, it's a little misleading. And then the big guy, Triple H, came out and said okay. um, he was like, you know, we we take the precautions. We have the sanitation stations. We have um, we take temperatures, but tests aren't very reliable. So it seems like he's using a lot of talking points of other people. But I do know other organizations like um, like we watched New Japan this week. Yeah. 
They shut it down. down. (laughs) They wipe the ring down, everything. I've heard that they they make their talent as soon as they wake up in the morning. They have to log their temperature. When they get to the arena, they log their temperature. They get a test. And when they get home before bed, they log their temperature again. Wow. I don't know if that's a separate person or it's like a, a young lion, but those guys are over there wearing like raincoats with the, the masks They're wearing on. the hazmat suits. Yeah. And they're just wiping that down. Everything, that's, like in between time and stuff. So I'm I think. You, there's not going to be a lot of like, like bloody Suzuki type matches because that's not. Right. But then also we also know that AEW, they take a test. Yep. They take, I mean, they take their temperature, mm-hmm. and they take a blood test. Yeah. Before they even enter. Yep. The area. Because I know that I watch Sammy Guevara's YouTube channel. Oh yeah, what did yeah. he tell you? Then he always goes up to the the lady at the door, and she always, mm, let me check your temperature, and then he asks them, "Can you take the bumps for me?" And then it doesn't work. So yeah, <laughs> okay. that type of stuff. Yeah. Good old Sammy. That was one of your jokes, though? No. Because I know last week you made dad jokes. And oh, that was your thing. That fell flat. You wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a sheet of paper right here. Can you hear that? Damn. You're not quick giving away the trade secrets. <laughs> um, don't you? I feel like what WWE's doing and NXT's doing is window dressing. Like they put up plexiglass, they have plexiglass dividers, but they're not doing the real stuff. And so then the fans complain, well, WWE, I mean, AW lets them just hang out with each other. But they're fully tested. That's why they can hang out like that. They're fully tested, the people in AEW, where NXT and WWE, they're not even tested. So what the hell does the plexiglass really do? You know, and that plexiglass is nasty. Have you ever seen the plexiglass when they like, it's like all full of like fingerprints and yeah, it's like yeah, a and they're over like there throwing guys rink. into it. Yeah, it looks like a bad so, hockey rink that needs to be cleaned yeah. down. Yeah. yeah, where you had those moms be like, skate, skate, skate. <laughs> I feel like somebody's going to go through it, and then it's not even going to make sense for it to be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I, think, I think it's all for show. It's yeah. Nice. Like they, they, they do it for show and for that reason, but then you have other companies that are doing things the right way and stuff. And, you know, there's certain companies that try to find loopholes so that way they can prevent the amount of money they have to spend on certain things. And there's other ones that care more about their employees mm-hmm. and want to take all the precautions in the world for them. So you can tell who values their employees and who values society and who doesn't. Yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah, it I mean, seems pretty clear to me. <laughs> I told you, it, it goes back to the old McMahon way of doing things. And it's not just McMahon. I mean, some old school wrestling promotions that are no longer around, it, it's carny. And they look at their um, their talent as almost like circus animals. You know what I mean? It's just they're there. How much money can we make off these guys before they're not useful to make money off of anymore? Yeah. And they're not thinking of the precautions in the same way. When I look at the cons, it's like, okay, the cons own a team in the EPL. The cons own a team in the NFL. Those are those are groups that do things the right way. They they deal with a union. They deal with um, you know, federations and governing bodies that make sure that things are done right. So coming from that, they bring some of that over to AEW and they do it right in AEW where McMahon's just been running like a circus for the past, you know. And this is the company that an employee died in the ring on a pay-per-view, and the pay-per-view went on. And they said, like, keep rolling. Yep. 
And they still got his like blood on the side of the ring. That and wasn't stuff. his blood. Mm. That blood was from a pre the match before it. That wasn't from him. Well, that's what they said in the documentary. No, they his... didn't. No, they didn't. No. You just looked at the picture and thought no, that. No, no, no. I nope. was alive then. She said it. Who said it? His wife. I think she may have in the dark side, but of course she wasn't she's... there, so I don't know if she's right or wrong. So right because it would that wasn't no that was the match before him. Well, she said it. So. That was like a hardcore match. Anyways, you watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that live. I was watching that pay-per-view. I remember making phone calls. Like, dude, are you watching this? Something happened. I kept saying. Yeah. And then internet was not good back then, so you couldn't get on instantly and find out what was going on. And it was very vague. And it's like, something happened. We're all like... Yeah, yeah you had, you had it, to so order it, it just, through your local cable provider. It was just <laughs> Jim Ross was just sitting there with the camera in front of him. Yeah. Like, trying to, like, this, cover this for the fans. This is the same company that Jerry Lawler had a heart attack on TV and they just kept it rolling. Yeah. So it just goes to show it's the way they do things. They've always done things. And mm -hmm. people talk about AEW, you know, AEW is going to change the business. And then they say, well, but it's not even doing In the ratings, they're not showing it. That's not where, why WWE scared of them. It's because they're bringing a new mentality to how to do this business, a mentality that gives their employees days changing off. Changing the culture. It um, lets their employees have a say. It doesn't keep their employees as hostage if their employees want to go work on another show or another promotion. It doesn't. Um, it, it takes care of their health. It provides health care for a bunch of them. Um, yeah, that's what WWE's worried about. <laughs> is they want to have, be yeah. able to control their people the way they have for all these years. And if your stars are hurt, they still allow you, and they get your character over continuously. Whether if you're Chris Statlander or Britt Baker, mm -hmm. they keep they keep showing them. If you want to do vignettes and stuff and just have a little fun and stuff, so people remember you, then you keep it going. They'll keep it going. They'll build you up. In WWE, you just disappear and then show up in a mask months and years later. Yeah. Oh, he's back, guys. You may have forgot about him. So. Pac has done uh, a vignette. Just remind you. Even though he can't come back, he still got a vignette sent in. Um, yeah. What's it called? Um. What are they called? Um, Angelico and Jack Evans, whatever their team's called. They've yeah, sent in some dark. vignettes. So Yeah. Uh. And and if it's not on AEW, it was on Being the Elite. Mm hmm Or Dark or stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Big difference. Big difference. So that's why I love that company better. What's your next topic? What's the next donut? Um, we got the powdered jelly donut with uh let's talk game changer wrestling. Game changer yeah. wrestling. What the hell is yeah, it? GCW? Yeah, I know what it is. I'm just messing with you. GCW. <laughs> and uh, I think my my dad's over here got the match card pulled yes. up. He's pulling up Joey so, Janela's. Is he on the card? No, he is not. But uh, Joe's uh, other boy, Myron Reed, is taking on Blake Christian. Mm. And Blake Christian's a pretty good high flyer. I've seen him do some crazy stuff. Hey. Well, that's my guy. Who? Blake Christian. Is that guy with the man bun? Yeah. That jump into the crowd, yeah. Him and, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris Dickinson. Yeah, Dickinson's on here. And then Alley Cat. Yeah. You remember seeing her promo, right? Yeah, with Mance. With Mance? Yeah. Well, she she's taking on Effie. Ooh. Effie's so in that's trouble. Gonna be hard, that's going to be pretty hardcore. Um, there's a lot of them, like Jimmy Lloyd versus, uh, who is he going against? Uh, Alex Zane. Okay. Mm. There's a, and there's, I mean, you know, 
uh, Gringo Locos makes an appearance. So you have a bunch of different guys from uh, MLW just getting some stuff. Matt Mance Warner's crew is going to take on somebody else's crew. Um, I think, think Callahan shows uh, up. Who's that? Callahan, Sammy Callahan. Think he would make a show? I don't. No, I don't think he will because it's um, I don't think Impact allows people to do that. Do they? They do. They just don't. They're just certain ones they don't because Tessa bounces all over the place, and so did Cross. Cross oh, would true. go to Cross AAA did, and all over the place, and Tessa goes he, to different places. He was places. in Game Changer Wrestling too. He he was in that blood sport stuff where there's no um ring. Mm, okay. Yeah, he choked the dude out quick. Wow. It was real? <laughs> yeah, it's it was like real stuff. Like the yeah. like the Kumite stuff, <laughs> like blood sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just glad I mean it's pay per view. Two weeks later they're gonna do a backyard wrestling one, so and I think Janelle is supposed to be in that one. Okay. So you're gonna see people doing moves into like kiddie pools and stuff like that. So I'm <laughs> nice. all for that one. Yeah, um, hopefully Janelle doesn't kill himself. Uh. Yeah, but uh I'm interested in it that that drops tomorrow because we're recording on friday so it will already be over with when this comes up <laughs> mm-hmm. now next we got the glazed donut and uh new japan is back and uh well, what are your thoughts on that me um, how did you feel yeah. it was good to be back but i felt like they didn't really give us well, if you're gonna say they gave us donuts they gave us a plain donut they didn't give us any sprinkles. They didn't give us any frosting. They didn't give us anything. These were not the matches I'm excited for. There was only one match that I really was into, and it was Ishii and um, what's his name, the masked wrestler? Desperado. Yeah. That, to me, was the best match. Um, other words, it was some older guys, legends, that would have been the fun Suzuki to watch 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know? Um, the the um gato okada match had to be one of my favorites because they have like a long history that was like he was like and people forget that gato wasn't wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't always a um what is it a manager he was he was always like one of the best talents that they had yeah and him and okada were like him and jay white now so that had to be one of them i'm just excited that it's back you see some guys that can't fit in their stuff as much as they used to <laughs> yeah um but it was good to see them back you see some guys that aren't hitting the tanning booth like okada he's a little lily white um yeah but, i mean it happens a lot of young lions there was at least three young lions on this um, yeah and the one dude that they showed the the beginning guy um i think he's wrestled shooter before yeah and I was like, wait a second, are they going to start pushing this dude? I was like, because I was kind of excited for that. Yeah. He was the, the very first match, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Against the Maccabi guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. a good match. Um, there was no bad matches. I'm just saying yeah. that it, it compared to what's the next bracket, I felt like they had given us just a taste of that bracket to really get me happy that they're back. They, like, teased me. <laughs> was Zach Saber on this one? Yeah, he was. He was in a tag thing, but he wasn't in a. Oh, that means that he'll be in the next one. Yeah, on Monday mm-hmm. or Tuesday night next mm-hmm. week. That'll be the first one. And those brackets, I'm more excited for, especially the one oh, on yeah. Tuesday. Um, next we got the the Maple Donut, and it's time to cancel your least favorite wrestling move. Do I have to go first? Or yeah. someone else? Well, go? I'm. I mean, I might. I might want to go first. All right, go first. 
I might have to cancel uh, Andrew's favorite wrestling move, <laughs> the, the leg drop. The leg drop? Uh, okay. <laughs> and right. taking out a lot of wrestlers' careers, and um, I'm taking out Andrew's dream. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, you're going. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow along that logic because I don't really get into moves. Like, I couldn't name very many moves if you told me to, like, like calling a match. So I'm just going to be healed myself, and I want to get rid of the rock bottom. The hell okay. no no actually i want to get rid of the people's elbow that's what i meant to say i don't care about rock's ashy elbow kick it out of here be gone with it <laughs> I, w- I would get rid of the uh, suicida i i'm sick of seeing that in every freaking match oh yeah <laughs> tope suicida <laughs> but i will keep the canadian destroyer because it's the maple donut Ah, very yeah. good, very good. But yeah, everybody and their like, mother can do a Canadian Destroyer now. Even Dustin Rhodes. Uh, well, even the dudes from the Rock, the Rock and Roll, Roll Express. Express. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian Destroyers, yeah. Yeah, Ricky Morton can still do that. Oh. Well, like, I mean, he had, he did have to have two people like flip him matter. over. He's like 70. He can still do it. <laughs> still can, got it. <laughs> you can keep it as long as, uh, what's his name, Teddy Hart's still doing it. I don't think Teddy Hart's going to be doing anything think, for a while. Yeah, I think Teddy Especially Hart's not going to do much of lately. anything. But yeah. <laughs> Pentagon. Pentagon's pretty good at it, too. What's wrong with the um, leg drop? I mean, the leg drop. Like, isn't it like messing up a lot of wrestlers, like spines yeah, and like, stuff? Well, look at Hulk Hogan did it. Look at his and spine. Nyla He's Rose. got like a metal plate in his spine. That's Hulk Hogan and Nyla Rose's move, right? Matt Hardy's got a messed up back, too, because mm. that was his move. I'm pretty sure it messes your hips up. Yeah. Because well, have Hogan, you seen Hogan's back? He's got yeah. like this metal thing sticking out of the back of him, and then Matt Hardy keeps doing. He used to do it off the top rope, which just messed him up. So. That's why you got to be like the um, Miz and ne- never take a bump. Well, yeah, mostly because it's Andrew's favorite move, so that's <laughs> why. And then uh, we got to go with. I mean, the next um, uh, is the sprinkle donut. Uh-huh. Uh, new wrestler, new wrestlers debut on AW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. We got Stroke Daddy and Sister Abigail. <laughs> Sister Abigail's that I don't even know what her name is, but I remember when she debuted a while ago. Like I was like, who's this creepy chick? Is it, is it a band? A band? Okay. He knows who it is. Who? I, I want to say abandoned, but I think it's abandoned or something like something that. Like something like that. that looks like abandoned. But she looks like a crazy, like, Chucky doll of, um... Yeah. Rosemary. No, not <laughs> Rosemary. Like, something like, um, the... that What's-his-name-with-date from The Fiend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. is Sister Abigail. Yeah, that's what I said. She looked like Sister Abigail. Like, if Sister Abigail was a real wrestler, that would be her. It was, it was creepy, and, um, Jim Ross couldn't get over how creepy it was. That was the part that got me... What was funny is he just couldn't let it go. He's like, what am I watching? What is this? What am I watching? <laughs> just like an old person yeah. watching it, right? Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, when I seen it, immediately I thought, of, okay, I'm not into big, scary movies, but, like, you remember the movie on The the Ring? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When that girl started crawling out of the TV, that's how she crawled to the ring. And I was like, hell no, hair on my body starts standing yep. up. I'm like, I'm not fucking watching this. <laughs> Did you think she was going to win? That was the, the biggest shocker of it all is that she won. Yeah. 
I th- well, I think it's cool because it actually helps like push her, right? Oh, I agree. Especially but, after uh, she... like losing out on Statlander. But we um we get this push of Anna Jane all week. And they yeah, give her a we, vignette, and she comes out, and you're like, okay, this is a squash match. This is some kind of um, enhancement talent they brought in for the week. She's going to squash her, and then she lost. You're like, what? And it, it was cool. You know, it advanced a different storyline with her doing the New Order, or Dark Order, excuse me, but I did not That was more of a shock than anything else that she lost. I was I was I think, totally shocked. Well, I think that way you can put more focus on like the women's division because they did lose out on Statlander, but then you still like progressing the big swole um, Britt Baker storyline too yeah. as well, and I mean, yeah, I thought it was done well. It pleasant. It was this week's show was a pleasant surprise, and especially the biggest surprise for me is that the Stroke Daddy showed up. I've been asking for the Stroke Daddy to be there. And Seems like it. you really like the Stroke Daddy. What? <laughs> Seems like you you really like the Stroke Daddy. You should probably not say that. <laughs> yeah. It just sounds weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Ricky Stark. I mean, I, I didn't expect that. And they gave him a killer vignette. I mean, that vignette was sweet. That was sweet. His whole, like, yeah. I, you know, I'm here, and I'm, you know, I've been waiting my whole career for this kind of, and I'm going to get this belt. Everything, it just was really good. And then he came out, and he did a good match. He made one mistake, but overall, he gave Cody a really competitive match. And I was just praying they signed him. Yeah. It, it was awesome to see him actually get more than three-minute matches that they give on NWA. Mm-hmm. And, like, and... I'm pleasantly surprised how well he like mm-hmm. did against like Cody. I was like, yeah. holy crap! Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they did the right thing. I mean, you sign him up and stuff. Um, because remember, we were saying that I thought he could have showed up at that ladder mm-hmm. match, and you said, I don't know if he's a big enough draw. Yeah. So that's why I did the tweet when they beat W or NXT this week. I was like, <laughs> he's a big he's draw. draw. Yeah, told you all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just didn't know if they'd well, go for um, him, but yeah. It seems like my plan to take away all the good talent from NWA is working. <laughs> that the next next person take away from NWA, Thunder Rosa, and then the NWA just well. Well, I mean, yeah, it could it, it, there's things that came out about you NWA might you might get your wish a little sooner than you think, but we'll, we'll go over yeah. that. And I'll be here all for Thunder Rosa, Sammy Guevara. Oh, stuff. have you ever <laughs> seen they go at it? He's a butthead yeah. to her. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's like like she's his yeah. aunt and stuff, right? Like he's picking on or his a aunt. real older <laughs> sister. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I think she would be a perfect addition to that yeah. women's division. Without a doubt, because they need a Latina anyway, so yeah. that's what I'd want. But, yeah, she yeah. can go. She's a very good wrestler, and she's definitely a locker Wait, room is, leader. Is Ricky Starks Hispanic? I don't know. I don't believe – I think he's, like, from somewhere – like New. he's from New Orleans. That's New where he's Orleans, from. right? So I don't know the answer to that, yeah. to be honest. Well, he could be because you, you were questioning if – Sammy Guevara was uh, Well, what I like, and it's something I like about Sammy Guevara a lot, is... He's Cuban? Oh, he's Cuban. Cuban. Okay. Is that it's ambiguous for both of them, really, what their um, ethnicity is, because they don't, as we talked about last week, 
stereotype them. When we talked about the hijo de fantasma, you know, um, <laughs> they're just guys and they have their personality. You know, Sammy's funny and a blogger and a bit of an idiot. And, um, you know, stroke daddy's kind of like a, you know, a bit over the top kind of ladies man, you know, like a, like a metrosexual. And so it really has nothing to do with their ethnicity, what they're doing. And that's, that's all I want. I want, you know, guys just being themselves, coming up with a gimmick, coming up with an idea. They're entertaining. They're funny. They work in the (laughs) ring. It's a. It's 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 funny you said that because Joe and I was watching some WWE stuff and they put like all the black dudes yes. together. <laughs> I, I see that I was MVP, like, wait, they just put Bobby every Lashley. MVP Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander. Wait, no, not Cedric. No, Cedric Apollo Cruz. Oh, Apollo Cruz. Yeah. And then they were talking to r Truth. I was like, what is he doing? They're starting a nation of domination again. Could be because now he's now Bobby Lashley's getting a divorce to Lana. Yeah, seen, seen that. that too. Well, he lost, so he didn't beat McIntyre, but I don't want to go into that. But yeah, and then Dominic Rey Mysterio's son took out Buddy Murphy and and Austin Theory. Oh, you really watched because when it was on after NXT, and I looked up when Rey Mysterio gotcha. and. The Monday Night Messiah was on there. Oh, that's why you watched. You you miss yeah. your buddy. Let's yeah. move on. Now you ruined this topic. <laughs> Baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. And for the best donut, we've got the Boston Cream Donut with uh, is women's tag team wrestling full of untapped potential? All right. Go for um, it. Who would want to start this? I would say that in bigger stages, it is like not a lot of people have really well not a lot of companies have really tapped into it but like there's a lot of there's a couple in the um teams that there were like the rosa and holly dead were and then who else was a tag team on the indies <laughs> this is not the allure <laughs> stop stop freaking allure Oh my God! The Botox oh injection back. I brought up this topic because you know the tag team wrestling, women's tag team wrestling, was really featured pretty well on NXT, and also on Impact this week. You, I think they're building something with Tasha Steele and um, Kira Hogan versus Havoc and her new partner. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember her name at the moment, but mm-hmm. so that that seems to be building to a tag team type match, and and I think that'd be smart on Impact's. Part to introduce a tag team belt for the women there as well. They have the roster. They definitely could do it. We know NXT, w, if they use the, all of WWE plus NXT, they can do it there too. And Yeah, the Iconics, Kabuki Yeah, Warriors. the Iconics are so good. They're, they're misused. Know. They could be better. But yeah, Kabuki Warriors. Yeah. Um, um, Bailey and that, Sasha. I was impressed with the Shotzi Black um, Tegan Knox team. That was a good team. Shotzi really impressed the hell out of me. I mean, I've seen her before in the indies, she's, but she's really good. She took some crazy ass bumps. Her, I, I pay to see her and Sasha go singles. You know what I mean? Yeah, she does that. Some of that like Darby Allen stuff for a, a female wrestler. I her, mean, it's ridiculous. Like to, it, she has no, no did fear. Did you see the back <laughs> of her head bounce off the floor on that one where they went off the ropes? Mm. Man. That's some crazy shit, but yeah, I, that's where I thought about it. Is I thought they could, it's a way to get more women in there, but 
I'd like them to focus on teams. I think the one thing WWE does that I don't like is it's kind of like what we talked about last time. It's it's um, Page and Omega style. It's two big stars. Yeah, like it's not Sasha a real team. And Bailey. Yeah, yeah, like Sasha and Bailey. But if you like mm-hmm. groom them to work as a team and stuff, then that's see that's the type of tag team wrestling I liked as a kid. Like you had the Heart Foundation, you had the British Bulldogs. Like they worked in unison. But with they each did other. do a good job with Cesaro mm-hmm. and Sheamus. That is that's uh, if it works out like that, they're considered a tag team. And they're great singles wrestlers. I just want more teams, but W like for example, you said the Kabuki Warriors, the Sky Pirates were better. EO and, and um um Kyrie were better than Asuka and Kyrie. And that's just because Asuka's not really a tag. Asuka's she's a, a singles, singles wrestler, wrestler, exactly. Um Right. But you know, you put together these good teams and like you said, Holly Dead and um Thunder Rosa have been a team Thunder for Rosa. a long time. That'd be a hell of a team. And the Iconics, yes. you know, that that's what you pick when you pick tag teams. They're like best friends forever. It's like the Young Bucks and all these teams that have been together forever. It's like Kurt Hawkins and Matt Cardona. <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> fire, and, was it Fire and Desire? Is that, or something? Well, no, what what was, no, that's somebody else. What was um, Britt Baker and, because um, you said Matt Cardona Reho? and Matt Cardona's oh. wife. Um, Chelsea Green, Chelsea, Chelsea Green, and Britt Baker were a tag team. Like one, she was hot mess, mm-hmm. and I don't know what Britt Baker was, and they were a tag team, and they had a name. They they wrestled together a lot. But there's another indie mm-hmm. team that was on the indies together. Yeah, well, like, and then uh, then there's also you could start people off like younger talent in a mm-hmm. tag team, like originally what New Japan had did with like Kota and Kenny, and then they also did it with. Devitt, and then they grow yeah. off to be like. Well, that's what Jericho's stars. doing with um, Sammy, and now they're hinting, you know, with this yeah. Matt Hardy doing the. Con- he was hinting that Sammy will eventually break away, so that's kind of what they're doing. Yeah, so that's pretty smart. Yeah, that's what. See, that's what could maybe. That's a big thing for the Matt Hardy Sammy Guevara yeah. match. That's the way to do it, like you said, have an established wrestler with somebody else. But I, I like when there are two people that really know each other and wrestle well together. It makes a difference. So, pretty yeah. cool. Well, that's all I have. Oh, that's all you have, actually, donuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've ran so, out of donuts. We're all, all out, out of donuts. donuts. It's time to close the shop. The dishes are done, dude. <laughs> you know what that's from? Don't mean? tell mom the baby. Hey, did you listen to my show? You said you were going to listen no. to my show. You did. That. I started it. You were too excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's got more energy than when he's with us. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> he said, it feels so good to say this. <laughs> That's because you don't know how much time I spent on that damn thing to actually put it out there. It's like it's like the three man band that Jimmy <laughs> Mahal left their ass. That is messed up. No, 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 no. I said that because I was working on that thing for a week. Man, I wanted to put that out like a week before I even put it out. So it's like finally putting it out was like, God damn, it was a relief. <laughs> so Yeah. I see. Then he had all these cool, like, special effects stuff on there and stuff. It was uh-huh. really well. Strange. I did his. 
Yeah, he likes the Jordan Oliver thing. I remember, like, no, playing... I didn't. I was like, why did he put that in there? <laughs> no, you didn't. You like because when I was like, that's he, cool because the bed, way he put it in there. The, yeah, you woke Andrew me up. You're like, listen the, to this. Yeah, and when the Jordan Oliver thing came on, he yeah. smiled. So I was they, like, why did he put that in? No, I was like, that was you're like, oh my god, cool. that's my hero. Don't tell him. <laughs> yep, no, I did. That was perfect. <laughs> so yeah, look at that. We look so technically. Much I feel like they were just. <laughs> Joey clips because Jordan Oliver and you are like the same person. <laughs> they told me I was a jobber. Yeah. Well, you said my career was over. Yeah, and we said couldn't hear it. I was like whispering. Then, I was like, your career's over. And then it said one, two, three. And I was like, oh, you got penned. You got jobbed <laughs> out too. Yeah. <laughs> See, you got that. Like, got that. <laughs> yeah, I got that. I was like, oh, he penned you. <laughs> So, uh, gave you some yeah, some Vader time and everything. So, yeah, yeah. No, I gotta have bells yeah, and whistles. I'm all by myself. I'm surprised you didn't find like uh, Tamatonga talking right after it, so it could. I kind of wanted to, but it was already <laughs> too long. I like kind of said, "Man, you've gone too yeah. long." I wanted to keep it a certain a certain amount of time. So, did you hear the end of it? Did you hear that I did with the Kenny Omega? Or you guys didn't hear the end? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. On your show. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Kenny. I don't know how that would work, but I decided, what the hell? Yeah. So. Oh, my God. They killed Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> they could have used Kenny Omega's. Or no, he like... did, but then you have to listen to it and well, see how okay. he did it. See, you're critiquing it. You're, like, taking stuff out of context He's like not... everybody on the Internet yeah. right now. I didn't listen yeah. to it. Just yeah, assume Just listen to just it instead assume. of reacting. Yeah. Take it in before All you right, react. Take us out of the show. <laughs> Speaking of take it. Um, somebody else needs to do this. What? Because I felt a little like it wasn't complete when I listened to it. What? So if somebody else has to take us out. Take, take you say out. something. Take not good at it. You're not good at what? No. I'm not good at taking well, us out. Well, who's going to take us out? Me? I'm not good at it. Yeah. We out. Um. Wrestling's real. Wrestling's Pe- real. People there are you go. fake. We out. We're out. <laughs> <laughs>